Welcome to the Next Level Life podcast with Christine Corcoran, where I talk all things mindset, motivation, and entrepreneurship. Each week, I will endeavor to bring you a new episode with a thought, insight, or interview with an inspiring thought leader or successful business owner, all about taking your life and business to the next level. Each episode is designed to open up your mind to a new perspective and inspire you to live your life with purpose and passion. Ready to get started? Let's go. It is a glorious Sunday morning here in Brisbane, and I wanted to jump on and tell you, talk to you a little bit about my morning routine. And the reason for this is because I've really been neglecting this lately. I am human, and that happens. And as soon as that cold snap hit Brisbane, I was totally not wanting to get out of bed in the morning. And I have really been um, re- reacting basically to the rest of the things that happen throughout the morning rather than actually setting my day up on my terms. And I really wanted to just share what it is that I do that actually helps set up my day on my terms because it really does affect the way that I live my life. It affects the way that my day pans out, the way that my day ends and the success that I have throughout it. So it's really important that we set ourselves up in the right mindset, but also on our terms. So today, basically, I got out of bed this morning and decided to begin the day with a small yoga practice. And I have, haven't have done yoga in ages, and it's something that I used to really love doing in the morning. And I stopped doing it for whatever reason. I can't even remember, you know, how life just comes and smacks you in the face. And you stop, to, stop actually doing the things that do serve you. So I really thought it'd be an opportunity to talk a little bit about the benefits of creating a morning routine that actually serves you, creating a morning routine that sets you up for the day in a positive way. So then we can learn to be, actually be, and I, how do I explain that? So when we're in a reactive state, and if we start our day off in, by reacting to everybody else and not actually starting out by being mindful and taking a moment to really set an intention for the day and start the day off on our terms, then we can be reactive for the rest of the day. So what I mean by that, what do do I mean by that? When you think about, you know, back when I used to be really neglectful to my morning routines and I found that I would roll over in bed as soon as my alarm went off, probably snoozed it three or four times, I would roll over and I would probably check Facebook first thing, Instagram probably second and emails probably third. So you can imagine the barrage of comments or the barrage of um, constant negativity that would hit my subconscious first thing in the morning. So it's was not a great way to set up my day. And so I started to implement new little new little activities that helped to set up my day in a more positive way. And I want to share those with you today. So as I mentioned, one of the first things I did today was start with a small yoga practice. I just do this at home in front of the TV. I have um, a smart TV, so I just jump on YouTube and put on a little video. And it is amazing how that just helps you to recenter, helps you just to stretch out, release any um, lactic acid and to be able to really get out of your body and back, you know, into your space of who you are and your power. And it's a beautiful way to start the day. And I'm not saying this is something that you need to do every single day. I'm just going to give you the tips and tricks of what works for me. And it's up to you to start or to implement some things that might work for you. The second thing I did is just take 10 minutes to do a mindfulness practice. Now, this is something that I've worked on for ages because when I first started doing meditation, 
it was something that I really resisted. And it was something that was really difficult for me because I could not keep my mind quiet. And I struggled with being able to control my thoughts. They would just take me off on a tangent and it would be five minutes later and I'd be so frustrated and anxious that I really couldn't actually get out of my own mind. So it was something that I definitely practiced. And I was talking to a client of mine uh, recently about this, about how I found it really difficult to begin with. But what I noticed was that when I stuck to the routine and I just did 10 minutes once a day for a good 14 to 20 days, I can't remember exactly how it was when I first started, but I stuck to that routine and made sure it was a religious thing each day. And if I forgot to do it in the morning, that I would make sure that I would stop at lunchtime or I'd make sure I'd stop some point in the day to actually do it. And what I found is was not only did it actually help to, when I did do it in the morning, it set my, set my day up much nicer, but it helped me to have more patience. It helped me to stay in a calmer state of mind and stopped me from reacting on such a quick response of negativity when something happened in my day. And it just changed the way that I felt calmer and more centered within myself. So the first way I started this is actually doing the Headspace app. So there's an app on your phone that you can get called Headspace and they offer 10 free sessions to begin with. I think it was 10. And basically they train you how to meditate, which was really helpful. So for my really logic brain and for my need to control things, I needed to know the what and the how before I figured out how to do it. So for me, the Headspace app worked really well. And then I moved on to the Calm app. And it's something that I do now on a daily basis. And again, I'm human. So sometimes I do forget it in the morning. But when I do remember that I've forgotten it, I try to schedule in some time to make sure that I do it because it makes a massive difference. So that was that's the second thing that I do within my day. Then before I jump in the shower or after, sometimes it's after, I read a life script. So this life script I got from Peter Kelly and I will um, put a link to it. Actually, I'll see if I can find a link to it on her website um, in the show notes. But basically, I reworded the life script to really suit my life. And it's a beautiful way to start the day because it helps to preempt some positive things that will happen throughout your day and help you focus on the things that you do want to achieve and helps you focus on the life that you want to create. It also helps you to stay out of a scarcity mindset and brings you back to abundance. Abundance is an absolute mindset that we need to practice. And then one of the things that really helped me recognize whether I was in scarcity or whether I was in abundance was, was actually something Tony Robbins said. And it was something where he talked about do you, what's your bias? Do you mainly focus on what you do have or do you focus on what you don't have? So when you're really honest with yourself and you recognize that there are patterns throughout your day that you, you will actually notice that you actually necessarily focus on what you do have or what you don't have. And I've really worked hard to shift that over many years where it was something that I really did actually focus on the next thing and what I wanted to buy and what was the next thing I needed to have in my life and what I didn't have. And it was now then taking that shift and changing it to what I do have in my life and being grateful for what what I do have. And 
It's also then the life script takes it that one step further and being grateful for what you have in the future and grateful for what you're creating and grateful for what you're welcoming into your realm. So it's a really beautiful way to start the day. And it's something that I've forgotten over the past six to eight weeks. It's just like I mentioned, since that cold snap hit Brisbane, I literally had forgotten and stuff, you know, everything from the food that I was eating right through to my morning practices, uh, my meditation, my life script, every aspect that I was doing, I just, it, I let it fall by the wayside. You know, I I allowed so many other things to overtake what was more important. And I recognize it now and recognize that it's time to shift that back because it's not serving me. I recognize the foods that I have been eating are not serving my well-being. It's not helping me to be my best self. And when you recognize that, it is really powerful. And it's a decision that you need to make and commit to when you're ready to make that change. Because it's something that I recognized two or three weeks ago that I was like, why am I eating this again? This is not good. And why am I allowing myself to kind of have a bit of gluten here and there where I know it's actually terrible terrible for my system. And that's just me personally. I'm not saying you need to cut out gluten or anything like that. But um, last year I was really clean in the way that I was eating and really aware of what I was putting into my body. And for some, at some point there was a mindset shift of what I was actually tapping back into my old patterning of using food for comfort. And you know, that's really not serving me and my body and my energy and being my best self. Because when I know that I eat gluten or eat the foods that are not right for me, I don't feel my best and I don't react in the way that is coming from a best place. And I don't support my health in that way, which then doesn't support my mindfulness. Um, you know, when you tap back into drinking alcohol and, you know, which is a depressive gluten, which is a depressive, like there's so many other things that we, we do on a daily basis that we don't consciously think of, is this really serving me? So today is my social declaration where I take a moment to go, that was definitely not serving me. This is an opportunity for me to start choosing what's serving me and go back to the things, the activities that help set my day up. Because when I do that, I then make better choices for myself as well. So we're recognizing that when you start your day, you know, the first 20 minutes of your waking hour, your subconscious is at its most influential. So it's important that what you're allowing into your subconscious mind at that point in time, that is positive, it is empowering, and it is designed to set your day up. So that's when you set your best intentions. And if we're allowing other things from the outside world to impact us at that time of the day, then we're often going to react based on what society thinks. And we're going to react on based on what other people think is best for us. And we know what's best for us. So when we, then we start making terrible choices on the food that we eat and not exercising and not putting ourselves first and reacting to what everybody else's needs are. And it can become this real negative spiral. So being aware of when that happens so you can pull yourself out. And believe me, it's a practice. It is a hundred percent a practice and The best part about it is when you start to become more aware of it, you might find that the the amount of time that you allow yourself to be in that spiral becomes less and less. And that's where the power is that, yes, I know that I'm human and the last six weeks have not been great for me in regards to my personal health and my energy levels and my morning practices to set up my day. I know that, but I wasn't, I for some reason hadn't allowed myself to get to the point of going, hang on, this has to change. So recognizing that, you know, long time ago, that six weeks would have been six months before I put on 10 kilos and realized that, hang on, I'm not happy. 
So that spiral has become a lot smaller since then. So it's really important to just be honest with yourself, but also to give yourself a little bit of grace and know that for some reason you needed that at that point and that's okay. You don't need to beat yourself up about it. And as much as we are so terrible to ourselves in our own minds, it's this opportunity to start serving yourself better. And I honestly believe the morning routine is the best way to make the biggest change because it sets up your whole day. So then you can actually start making choices that are right for you. Start making choices and having thoughts and, and feelings based on what you want to create in your life rather than reacting and constantly expecting things to get better. So a couple of different things that I do just to, just to recap and summarize. Think about introducing some form of mindfulness practice. Now, a mindfulness practice can be anything from 10 minutes of meditation, five minutes to begin with, if that's something that you find challenging, some form of movement. So it could be a little bit of yoga, or it could be a walk, or it could be a gym session, whatever you feel is right for you and your body. There is no expectation here. There is no judgment here. It's just about what you think is right for you and your mindset. So some form of movement. So if it just means jumping out of bed and stretching just to move that lactic acid to get some energy flowing, that is a really great start. So just put your feet on the floor, out of bed and stretch. If that's just five minutes, believe me, even that makes a huge difference when it's something that you haven't been doing for a long time. So mindfulness can also be just taking five minutes to have a coffee on your own and think about what you want to achieve for the day. So it's mixing a little bit of mindfulness with setting an intention. So how do you want to feel today? Today is going to be an amazing day. And the more inflection that you put behind it and the more energy you put into it and saying it out loud, it makes it so real that your energy and your vibration is lifted. So you're able to actually attract more of that positivity and that energy and that abundance into your life. So that's why I use the life script. I actually say it out loud and I put inflection and energy behind it. And it is amazing how you feel by the time you get to that end of that script. And I know that my life is so abundant and it's full of support and full of energy and full of absolute abundance. So and how does it get any better than that? You know, so it's really important that we set ourselves up with a positive aspect of what is best for you in your morning. The other thing that I used to do on a regular, which I found really helpful, was morning affirmations. Now, again, my logic brain was really like, whatever, that's crap, as if that's going to work. And I was like, no, you know what? I suggest this for my clients. I need to make sure that I'm doing it and I'm actually seeing the benefit of it and understanding how it works because I am a firm believer of not actually asking anyone to do something that I'm not doing or have done. So like I said, morning affirmations. And the way that I did this was I'm not someone to write them down and say them out loud. I just, it's just not my thing. So I would jump onto YouTube and type in morning affirmations or I am affirmations. And there's some really great little videos that are 15, 20 minutes long. And I put them on while I was getting ready and, and doing my makeup. And it was a really beneficial time because if you're actually doing the mirror work with it, it is really powerful. So basically these little videos, there's a couple that actually, you actually repeat after what they say. So they'll say an I am affirmation, like I am powerful or I am positive. I have, I am 
able to respond in the quickest way to any form of negativity and bring it back to positivity, whatever it might be. So they have like multiple, multiple affirmations and basically they say it once, then you repeat it with them and then you repeat it on your own. So you can actually hear your own voice. And the reason why this works and why it's so important is because your subconscious will believe it because it's actually in your voice. And that's why it's important that you repeat it that third time out loud. So then your subconscious can hear it because then your subconscious starts to believe it. And that's where all your beliefs and your self-worth and your self-belief come from, what you're saying to yourself in your own mind. So morning affirmations were a really great way to start my day and I find it re- found it really, really beneficial. And what I loved about it is, again, it's all took practice. It felt really weird to begin with and I would laugh at myself in the mirror and some of them I actually couldn't even look at myself in the mirror when I said them out loud. And that was really interesting for me. It was like, oh, I was really curious as to why, for some reason, I didn't believe that. And so it was an opportunity, not again, not to beat myself up. It was just an awareness of, huh, that's interesting. I wonder why I feel that way. So then I would continue on with my affirmations. And again, it was more like a month later that I recognized that I started saying the affirmations and I had, again, say them with inflection, say them with power, with energy. And it was not long before I started to believe them. And it was interesting because the ones that I really struggled to believe, I made sure that I was aware of throughout the day and recognized what I was doing to stop that belief. So it could be just thoughts that I had throughout the day. It could be ways that I interacted with someone that impacted that affirmation. There's lots of different ways that you can look at it, but it was really fascinating to me that over the 30 to 40 days that I did it, and I think I continue. So sometimes I wake up in the morning and again, maybe wake up with a bit of a negative mindset and put it on just to actually, again, re-empower my subconscious and my self-belief and my self-worth. And it wasn't long before I actually started to say them out loud. And it was this curious awareness that I was like, huh, that actually resonates with me now. And that actually feels congruent. And it feels like I actually believe it because it's interesting when you say these things out loud and it's incongruent with who you are, you have this um, response in your body. So your body knows and this response of this unease or this butterflies or this twinge or something within your body actually says, that's not right. I don't believe that. Like it's really fascinating when you really tap into that intuition and that knowing and you recognize that, oh, that doesn't feel right. But then all of a sudden it starts to feel right. And then you're saying these affirmations and they're like, oh, I actually believe that. And it creates this beautiful power and this beautiful abundance that resonates throughout your whole being and people start to really notice it and it impacts your world like no other. So please, if that's something that resonates with you, jump on YouTube and start tapping into those affirmations and don't worry about looking weird. Seriously, it's going to feel bizarre to begin with because you're just like, I am a powerful human and you're like, whatever. But seriously, they do work. So I'll put a link to that in the show notes as well. Definitely worth jumping into. So I have, I really hope today's episode has helped you to really recognize the ways that your morning is set up and how your day is created by your morning And actually, one of the other things I do like to do as well, which is really helpful, is a couple of pre-decisions that have been made. So our dopamine in our mind is at its most highest in the morning. And we use dopamine up when we we create conscious thought 
and like problem solving, making decisions and things like that. And actually or learning new things and doing hard things um, that we're not actually competent in. And the reason I say this is because we want to make sure that we're using our real conscious thought and the amount of our brain power to utilize that for the most important things in your life. So making those really hard decisions and really thinking about what is important to you in your life and how you're creating and what you're putting out into the world. So what happens is if we use up all of that dopamine in the morning with every decision, like what am I going to have for breakfast today? What am I going to wear? What's the first thing on my agenda? Like all the different things, all the decisions that we make, what kind of what am I going to put in my coffee? What am I going to do with this? Like every little decision that you make that morning, you're using up your dopamine. So what I like to do is automate my morning as much as possible. So I know already, like I have a set breakfast that I have in the morning. And again, this was something that I stopped, stopped doing and I neglected it and really recognized the power of my mind, like really hitting that two o'clock low. I'm not even saying three o'clock, you know, what do they say? Um, three o'clock or three thirty itis. I wasn't even hitting, hitting that. It was like two o'clock in the afternoon. And I was like, why am I so exhausted? And so it was because I was using up all of the dopamine in my mind in the morning to make the decisions that could have easily been decided the night before. So basically automate things like what you have for breakfast in the morning, what your first thing is on your agenda. So again, mindfulness practice, you know, ahead of time that you're going to do some form of mindfulness practice and trying to decide the night before what that is. So I already thought last night that I would be waking up first thing to do yoga. And then the next one was, um, obviously putting your outfit out already the night before, figuring out what you're going to wear the night before. And I always like to do some form of activity in the morning. That is something that I can achieve quite easily. And I know this sounds random, but just making your bed sets up your day to actually have achieved one thing straight away. And you get a dopamine hit from that because your brain's like, tick, that's that off. That's something off the list of things you need to do today. So it sets up your ability to then get things done. And it's so, I know that sounds really random, but try it. Trust me, the days that you don't make your bed, I guarantee you certain things fall apart (laughs) and you don't necessarily achieve the things you wanted to achieve that day. So think about what is best for your morning. What's one thing that you can implement this week that might be beneficial to you and try to start just one thing at a time. So my morning routine at this point in time, and it's going to start again from tomorrow. Like I said, it's all about practice. So first thing, 20 minutes of yoga, a mindfulness meditation, a coffee on my own to set my own intention for the day and make my bed and already have my outfit and and breakfast worked out from the night before. So those are my things, but I didn't do all of them all at once. It's too much to create such a massive habit change to begin with. And I guarantee you that it's actually not going to continuously be um, something that you do on a regular if we don't start off on smaller amounts. So just start with one, start with something that you can achieve quickly and start just by practicing that every single day for a good 10 to 15 days before you then introduce another part of the mindfulness. So just recognize that, that I don't want you to start all of it at once because you probably do it for a week and then give up. So just start on one thing, practice that, practice it well, and just notice and recognize the difference that it makes in your day. 
So I wish you an amazing week this week and please share with me on Instagram or Facebook anything that you've started, any activity that you've put into your morning routine and how it's affected you. And if you feel so moved, please leave me a review on iTunes. It's really helpful to help get this message out even further. So, or share it with a friend or family member that you think will enjoy it. So have an amazing week and I'll speak to you next week. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Next Level Life podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode, so please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. Looking forward to speaking with you next week, and here's to taking your life to the next level.